love and light to everyone listening. Listeners old and new, welcome. I'm Elizabeth Cott. Greetings, Earthlings. I'm Stephanie Simbari. And this is That's So Retrograde. Thanks for tuning in. Someone just asked us in the elevator what our podcast was, and we were like, you know, it's just a place for mind, body, spirit, and dick jokes. Uh-huh, well, and we got out of the elevator, and we were like, actual elevator pitch. That literally was an <laughs> elevator pitch. Really hoping that He dude... seemed like he for sure was going to Google it. We also said we were available... Anywhere the internet is And then available. he yelled from the closing door, really? Yeah. <laughs> yes, so sir. he was on our tip. Yeah. Um, and I maybe will be on his tip one day. Hey. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> so lonely. <laughs> Hello, sir. Do you have a penis? <laughs> <laughs> nice to meet you. <laughs> Mind if I put it inside of me for a second? Um, speaking of getting it in, <laughs> we really, we've had two <laughs> wellness dates in a row this week. Yes, we are so well this week. Well, first... First, I want to talk about on our show today is Alexis Wolfer. She's a badass beauty guru in, especially in like the natural and food science space. Mm -hmm. And also has a beautiful like feminist undertone to like all the stuff she talks about on Mm -hmm. her website, thebeautybean.com. But back to the wellness dates. Yes. So because we are going to do a wellness date with her. Right. This week. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. So we yesterday went to... The Valley. <laughs> we went to Sherman Oaks um, to a place called Exo Crossover Fitness. And it was amazing. It was incredible. We were so scared. Yeah, because we read the website and we're like, wait. I saw Pilates machines and I was like, nah, nah. Backing slowly <laughs> out of the door and closing it quickly behind her. But it was essentially like um, kickboxing, Pilates, It's circuit training. training. Circuit training means that it's like a loop of different machines that right. you go on in the circuit of, right. the, of the world. Yeah, no, I was familiar with what circuit training was, but yeah. I'd never done it like with Pilates machines and and that combination. We did like the rowing. It was really nice. Anyway, Sarah, who, you hop on the Pilates reformer, you do some like squatting and lifting of the legs and some sit-ups on the ball, then some those planks on that yeah. medicine ball thing. I yelled out, you're a fucking psycho <laughs> to her. But she, Sarah, who runs the place, was so dope. And we're going to actually have her on the show because yeah. I worked some muscles that I had never done before, and that is always fun. Yeah, I feel like if I kept going, I would develop this like upper thigh like dent thing. Cute. And I'm super into being ripped on my upper side thigh. And then... Um, we got and this morning, this morning. No, we kidding. decided to keep keep the party going. We did Daybreaker, which yeah. is the sober dance party, AM dance party, sweeping the nation. Yeah. Um, that's pretty fun. I really love the concept. I'm going to be real. And I know the people that own this, I would say it to their face. I love this concept so much. But like every time I've gone, the music has been... Lacking words. So I feel like this is less of a complaint and more of a suggestion. More of like a personal... Because I love like the heavy DJ beats, yeah. but I would like it if more of them were mixed with recognizable songs. The thing about the heavy DJ beats is that I think those go best with drugs. Well, I've done enough drugs <laughs> in my life where I can like recall that like feeling enough to dance. Right. But I do hear what you're saying where it's like when, when that beat's on and then like everyday people's in the background, I'm much Down. more happy than yeah. if it's just like sick beats. 
Right. Is that what the I kids call them? Yeah. yeah. I love a sick beat as much as the next millennial. However. <laughs> We're so old. Um, no, but it's really fun. It's so cool. And they have it, honestly, in popping up in so many cities. So yeah. I highly recommend It's a great way to start your morning. It, it yeah. puts you in a, in a really fun mood. And we ran into a Ben Allen of Group 3, which yeah. is awesome. It's like when you run into your dance teacher on the dance floor, yeah. your life is complete. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all a circle, you guys. Huge circle. <laughs> so with that all being said... Do you think that we should get to our interview? Would love that. So today on the program, we have beauty and lifestyle entrepreneur Alexis Wolfer, who has an empowering women's lifestyle website called The Beauty Bean. And The Beauty Bean gives readers an intimate and expansive look at beauty, health, and wellness without the focus on weight loss, dieting, and a number on the scale. Oh, I love it. Focusing on the latest products, research, and trends in beauty, fitness, and wellness to help the modern woman lead a healthier, happier, Happier and more beautiful life. You're speaking our language. Welcome to the show, Alexis. Alexis, Wolfer. thank you. Yay. Hi. Yay. Hi. Thank you for coming. So excited you're here. I couldn't be more excited to be here. Did so, you like your intro? I did. Okay, cool. You it was phenomenal. Were, you thank were you. One of the recruits. <laughs> you were one of the recruits from the what? Now? The Israel recruits from oh. the Israel trip. Remember, we joked about how I was going to Israel with the, on this wellness trip to just hustle for good guests. Yeah. <laughs> you were one of them. So I'm honored. Thank you. So that was it. It was just like a huge uh like ploy to just like get great people on the Full show. Full transparency cool. here. I like that. I appreciate it. I'm glad I made it through the next round of interviews. Yeah, you did you did you awesome. We're so impressed with the mission statement of your website and you. you've also written Two books. Which we have here, which are incredible. Tell us about these books because I think they give a really great uh, shine a beautiful light on your what you do. Sure. So my first book is called The Recipe for Radiance, and it is a beauty cookbook. So it's half recipes that promote beauty from within and half recipes for topical homemade remedies all using food. So mm. like DIY masks and hair treatments, etc. Rejuvenating eye polish with avocado, grapeseed oil, and milk. Yeah. See ya. Yes. Yeah. So it's really all about getting back into the kitchen, talking about beauty inside and out, and having fun with beauty. It doesn't need to be so serious. Right. Um, my second book is called Radiant Bride, and it is everything a girl needs to get from engagement to honeymoon looking and feeling her best without going crazy without crash dieting and really with a focus on enjoying your day and having a good time and looking radiant as opposed to just thinking that skinny is pretty right so before we started recording you were talking about the 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 bride who's very sickly i'm not familiar yeah. with sickly this. bride and that's like I'm not familiar with this maybe an exaggeration right. but i do think that there's this bridal trope if you will of the girl who just wants to lose a lot of weight because she Photos. wants to fit into a certain dress and right. look a certain way in her pictures and her skin looks sallow her hair is falling out she's in a terrible mood Ugh. um she's more prone to breakouts and she ends up really not looking her best and more importantly not looking like her right and it's not a healthy thing to do and it's really not how any Anybody wants to look or feel on their wedding day. Yeah. And so this book is really about like having a good time and prepping for your wedding. And it's about really enhancing what you've got, not trying to change who you are. I love that. Thanks. 
That's awesome. I mean, I can if we're not brides, can we read it? Yeah, I was, I'm not a bride. <laughs> so sure. I saw there's some squats in here that I'm trying to get involved with lunges. Yeah. So the workout section, this is actually one of my favorite parts of the book, but the whole workout section is about tailoring it to your dress. So like, don't waste all day in the gym doing squats if nobody's going to see your ass oh, because you're wearing this. a big ball gown. That's right. genius. Yeah. If you're going <laughs> strapless, focus. You'll want to focus not only on your arms but your shoulders, your back, and your chest. Lateral raise. This T-T-K. is brilliant. Good to know. <laughs> Thank you. The um, Buff Bride Fitness Plan. So Meow. Horrible. I want to talk about a little bit the eating for beauty that you, yeah. that you delve into in your first book. Explain this concept. So I had a lot of the reason why I got into all of this is that I had struggled with an eating disorder in my past, and I noticed this profound change on my looks. So my hair didn't look good, and it was thinning. My skin was sallow, and it was breaking out. And it was this like aha moment of you really are what you eat because everything that you put into your body creates the skin cells on your body that are turning over all the time, mm-hmm. and like you don't want to be sugar-free Jello. Right. And so the way that you did <laughs> Seriously. You don't. Real. Made of saccharin. You don't. Yeah. <laughs> and the way that you eat really does have a profound impact on your beauty and how your skin looks, how your eyes shine, your hair, your nails, etc. And so there really are tangible things that you can do in your diet that will help to transform the way that you look. So like we had fried chicken last night for dinner. Yeah, so. not a beauty food. But that doesn't mean you can't eat it. <laughs> like I do think that there's a time and a place for everything. I don't think that food rules are a good idea. Yeah. I think they tend to make us kind of crazy and they're not good for the stress of all of it isn't good for anything. Mm-hmm, right. But yeah, everything in moderation. Fried chicken has its place. It sure does. But yeah, like healthy fats I think are really important and things that a lot of women avoid in this hope of like a fat-free lifestyle. I'm so into eating like three avocados a week. Yeah, amazing. That's one of the best things you can do. Yeah. Tell us um, some specific concerns. Like for instance, right now, like I have like a minor zit that just will not go away. What mm. can I find in my kitchen that can, it's actually not that minor. I'm downplaying it for our listeners. <laughs> um, I don't even see it. I think it looks really RMS minor. on it. Where is it? RMS Uncover. Oh, I right there. I like RMS Uncover. It's so yeah. small. It is really small. Um, some of the <laughs> best things that you can do. You Thank want you guys. Like a topical so or an tell internal? Tell me both. Tell us. Tell us what to for skin issues, acne in particular, zits, adult acne. It's a real thing. It is a real thing. Um, Why do they not tell you that when you're a kid? Yeah, yeah, it's really a real thing. What would you? What in our kitchen can we find? So internally, you want to up the ante on your vitamin A rich fruits and vegetables. Oh. So things like sweet potatoes and carrots and orange peppers, anything with like that bright orange hue. Okay. That's really great for like how vitamin A and retinols when you apply them to your skin mm. helps your skin cells to turn over. Internally it helps to encourage your skin to turn over more quickly. Yum. So that's really good to add to your diet. You also want to make sure that you're drinking enough water and that you have enough healthy fats. Okay. Just for healing purposes and able it's not the orange Fruits and vegetables are going to help ensure that you don't get additional breakouts, but to actually encourage your body to heal right now, you want to make sure that you have enough hydration, healthy fats, and proteins. Um, Topically, you can use full-fat Greek yogurt as an amazing spot treatment. Really? It has lactic acid, which helps to unclog the pore. The coldness of it is going to help to shrink inflammation. The probiotics will balance the bacteria on your skin. And it's going to counter any other topical acne products that you're using that are going to overdry your skin mm-hmm. because the healthy fats will help to moisturize, but it won't clog your pore. Right. So like a different gel, which is like so drying and scary. Yeah. So different gel is like 
wonderful if you've got an entire face full of blemishes, but if you're talking about like one or two blemishes, when you put different gel or any sort of I a benzoyl peroxide. Yeah. And up a duo. Yeah. Any Hi. of those products, oh any of them, what they do is they really dry out that one pore. Yeah. But you've got a hundred pores that are surrounding the area that are getting that same dose of medication. Mm. And when you end up over drying those pores, your body's like, oh my gosh, we're in the desert. We need to start producing more oil. But it's not healthy oil like if you were to apply an argon oil or a coconut oil to your skin. It's sebum, which is what clogs your pores. So when you spot treat with something that's too strong, you it's kind of like throwing a nuclear bomb to try to kill a weed. Right. You end up doing more damage than mm. is really worth it. That's that. why they say rub it all over your face. Yeah. So that's if you're like real if you're struggling with really severe acne, I think there's a time and a place for everything. Like there's not I don't have this like only DIY, only food based. I don't have a problem with any prescription, acne products or any other types of products. But if you're dealing with like a once in a while blemish, products like that probably aren't your best solution because it you end up in the cyclical. But you're not going to heal it for the long term. It's just going to. Right, well, you're going to heal that one pimple, but yeah. then you're going to make your other pores more susceptible to blemishes, and it becomes huh. this like never ending cycle. Yeah. Plus, you can't go in the sun with different. It's right. the worst. <laughs> you really can't. <laughs> <laughs> Weird sunspots. Yeah, totally. What are some other? common issues that we have that you find are really fun to heal with food? So I noticed that a lot of women are struggle with their hair. And for a lot of women, it's a matter of not eating enough fats and not eating enough omega-3 fatty acids in particular. Mm. So sardines, um, salmon, you get used to them if you don't like I them. love sardines on I pizza. like sardines, but a lot of people are like, ooh, gross. But I just don't like the bones. That's my issue. Yeah, you can get them boneless, skinless and boneless. Oh. Um, but salmon, walnuts, um, avocados too. Um, those are, are anchovies? really important. Not that you just have to eat so Oops, many of them. Oops, right. So no. Okay. And the sodium has a lot of problems. My also, healthy so. kombucha just hit the mic. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but it's delicious. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. With yeah. carrot in it. Hey. Yeah. 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 Some vitamin A. <laughs> I mean, I think there's like a very nominal there's amount like a in shot there. Shot of it. In. <laughs> um, what else? Um, so for a lot of the same foods are good for beauty period. Okay. So there is a lot of overlap, but for anti-aging or for sun damage, cooked tomatoes are really great. They have lycopene, which is great for helping to reverse sun damage, berries and other things. Really so what, high you just like smush these things up and rub them on your face? No, 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 to eat. Oh, to okay. eat. Yeah, eat them yeah, yeah, yeah. To eat. <laughs> Yeah, but lycopene, which is what's in tomatoes, particularly cooked tomatoes or even canned tomatoes or tomato sauce, is really great as like a natural internal SPF. Oh, wow. Same with berries. So that's not to say that you should skip the sunscreen. Right. But it kind of helps boost your body's natural resources. I heard broccoli also did the same thing. Yeah, broccoli has some really good compounds too. The others yeah, are better. better. Yeah. Interesting. What's the one thing you have in your fridge at all times? Um, I have a lot of things in my fridge at all times. Essentials. (laughs) Um, I always have apple cider vinegar. I think it's a great toner. It's also great for your digestive health, for internal and external, full-fat Greek yogurt, Mm -hmm. for spot treatments. I don't eat dairy, but always use it topically. I was going to ask that. Um, Raw honey is also great. If you have a burn, a blemish, a cut, it helps to promote healing really beautifully. Mm. Um, Aztec clay. Oh, I love that mask. Is amazing. You can mix it with either just water or with apple cider vinegar yeah. for a really great mask. Where do you find that? Just at like Whole Foods? Amazon. Oh. 
Yeah, you can Mr. order Amazon. it. Mm-hmm. Mr. Him. Amazon has everything. Yeah, or Whole Foods, or Sprouts, or yeah. Lassen's, or like any natural and grocery And it's just, store. is yeah. it like a powder? Even, I think it's they have it at CVS, to be honest with you. Oh, they might. Yeah. They might. Yeah, it's a powder, and you mix about equal parts of a liquid mm-hmm. with it, um, and you would apply it as a mask. It hardens. It brings a lot of circulation to your skin, so this is not a mask that you want to do before you're getting ready to go no, out for the night. No, your face turns really red. You will be red. Okay. Yeah. Um, but Feels don't worry. Amazing. Yep. And when you wash it off, you'll wake up the next morning, and your skin's going to be amazing. It's like Ooh. tight and glowing. I can't believe you've never yeah. used I've never before. used this. Yeah. And then I eat a lot of nut butters, so I always have a lot of those in my fridge. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, those are kind of my staples. Those are the staples. What about actual brands of the beauty? I feel like you're just such an expert in oh. this space as well, and I, I'm curious as like. The natural beauty, non-toxin stuff versus, like, the things we'll find at the department store, drugstore. I've, I've so, I struggle so much with this because I'm such – I'm so not trying to put toxins in my body, right. obviously. But then there's products that just work better that are, you know, from Sephora. I finally found a natural mascara that I like. Which one? Sappho Organics. Oh, I haven't tried that one. It's like – because normally um, – Natural mascaras, for some reason, burn my eyes. Oh, really? Which is, like, really strange. I've never heard of that. Like, regular, shitty, like, Almay, uh-huh. whatever mascara, like, doesn't hurt me. But then I have these this eye problem that I'm dealing with. So I have mm. to use natural because I, like, can't, can't have any, like, crusted, gunked yeah. makeup. And, yeah, Sapphire Organics, it's just, like, perfect. Mm. I got it from... Um, the detox oh. spot. Oh, the detox market. Yeah, that's like one that of my place favorite is stores in LA. Amazing. Put yeah. that on your LA guide list, yeah. y'all. Totally. I think we need to have you take us on a tour. There. I would love to. Yes, awesome. awesome. I would love. I love it there. I think they do a phenomenal job. They have so, all the coolest brands. Yeah. When it comes to mascara, like, should we just? It's, it's so close to our eye. We should not be using. Like, how does this work? So my philosophy on beauty (laughs) in general is that you have to like it. And if it doesn't work, you're not going to use it. And it's not worth going the natural route if you hate the product. That said, your skin is your body's largest organ. It absorbs everything you put on it. And yeah, you want to be really mindful of those things. My feeling on mascara is unless you have an eye issue, that's probably one of the last things you have to worry about Mm. because it's not going in your eye. It's really staying on your lashes. Whereas something like a foundation that you're putting all over your whole face, that's something that I would be really concerned about. Interesting. So, and same in lipstick in particular, your lip products, you end up consuming so much of it Mm. in your mouth that I would be really mindful of the natural products that you're using around your lips. Is it hard to find a good natural lipstick that stays on all day? I don't think there are any good lipsticks that stay Not on all day. day. <laughs> <laughs> like putting it like on if it's going to stay all day is gross. Yeah, so a lot of the ingredients that are keeping your lipstick on all day are things that you probably don't want on your lips. So right. no, but is it that big of a deal to like swipe some lipstick on? Mm, so for like maybe. the lipstick, lip gloss category, what do you like? Mm. Like what is in your research has caught your eye. So I really love the RMS lip to cheek tints. Yes. It's one of my favorites. RMS. Hi. We're not sponsored by you, but we're open to it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah they're awesome. And I like the colors. And their um, glosses. I have the purple one. It's so cool. Yeah. Their products are really great. I think Rosemary makes awesome stuff. She does a great job. Um, I think Burt's Bees, lip, uh, they have a tinted lip balm mm-hmm. that I think is really great. Really affordable. 
Um, those are probably like my go-tos, but I'm not a huge lipstick wearer. Right. So I'm not probably the best person to ask this question of. <laughs> what about foundations? So Care Weiss is one of my favorite brands. You can get her at the Beauty Detox Market. Mm-hmm. Um, super high-end, expensive. What's expensive? But um, probably upwards of $50 okay. for a foundation. Yeah. Um, her mascara is also phenomenal. Mm. Like $30 for a mascara. Like you really need to... An investment. It's an investment. And you really need to be passionate about an all-natural product. Yeah. But her products are... My mom could care less about something being natural and organic. And my mom uses her products because she thinks that they're the best performing. Whoa. How do you spell that? It's K-J-A-E-R. And then Weiss, W-E-I-S, I I think, or E-I-S-S. Interesting. Okay. And her products are really... I've never heard of that Spectacular. Um, awesome. I think Well People does a good job. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. We have to go there with you. I would love to. Yeah. That's... I walked in the other day and I was like, how have I never been here before? This mm. is my new personal heaven. So the founder also of Beauty Detox Market launched an oil company called Odacite. Okay. That does these phenomenal oil, essential oil blends mm. for your skin. So there will be one for like, for more glowing skin, for age spots, for acne. So... I mix a lot of my own oils for my skin, and people all the time are like, oh, you should sell these. And I'm like, I can't do it better than Odacite does it. <laughs> like, I think that their products are awesome. About these skin oils, because I have yet to really like tap my foot into it. Mm. Um, it but seems... then when you came to my hotel room in Israel, you're like, what is on your face? Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, your skin looks so amazing glowing. I was like, tell me everything right now. That's hilarious. Um, so I mix, right now I've been using a mix of a prickly pear oil, an argon oil, and an Ormus rose oil, but I kind of tweak them as the seasons change. I will add like a carrot seed oil if my skin's breaking out. Um, sometimes I'll use a ylang ylang or a frankincense, um, but always an arg, I almost always use an argon oil base just because it's a great consistency. Mm-hmm. It's really neutral. It's good for all skin types. I love coconut oil, but it's a little bit more difficult to work with. It right. Makes me if break you want to, it does mm-hmm. on my forehead. That's really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, cause coconut oil has a lot of antibacterial and antimicrobial properties. So it's usually a great oil for people who have acne prone skin. I think my like use. Mediterranean skin is like, it's olive oil or bust, mm. babe. Yeah, yeah, it's possible. Everybody's got, like, their own things that they react to, which is why I'm also always really conscientious about not saying something's bad. Right. Because just because something doesn't work for me doesn't mean that it doesn't work for you, and it doesn't mean that it's good or bad. Right. So with an argon oil, if you want to, like, dabble with this at home, what brand do you use, and what should we be looking for? So I have, like, a bulk order um, from Morocco that I use. Okay. Um, (laughs) Shell. All right. But you can just make sure that you're buying something that's raw, that's organic, um, if you're using something that's cold pressed, these are kind of like the keywords you want like to be. Like the Josie Moran for. line, is that like Josie a Moran. legit one? Yeah, she does a great job. Okay. But Josie Moran, you're also buying her name. Branding. Yeah. yeah. And then that's on those oils. More, so more it's expensive. an expensive oil. Her oils are really, because of that, are designed to be used on their own uh-huh. as opposed to going to like an essential oil store like your hippy dippy local market. You can usually find a cold pressed argon oil. Got it. So you'd mix the argon oil with whatever. Essential Other oil, oils you're you kind of vibing to. on at that time. And then cool. what? Like yeah. Are you making your own essential oils? Are you buying them? No. And when you buy them, what are you looking for? When I buy them, I'm looking for organic always. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And then just like the ingredients of whatever like my skin is dealing with. So if I'm breaking out, I like frankincense. I like carrot seed oil. If I'm worried about anti-aging, I really like a rose oil. Mm. Um, But it's also just a matter of like what makes you feel good. Is it important to mix it up? Yes. So I think that one of the worst things that women do, particularly in the United States, is you like find something that you love and you use it for 30 years. Yeah. And that's really not how our skin works. So women in particular, over the course of your month, with your menstrual cycle, your skin changes. Right. And so being mindful of that, like the best beauty experts that I know look in the mirror every morning and they change their skincare routine based on what is going on at that time. Whoa. Or they change their skincare routine based on are they going to be traveling? Have they just gotten off an airplane? Mm. What's their plan like? Did they work out this morning? Are they not working out today? Because all of those things affect our skin and you should be changing it up. At the very minimum, you should be changing your skincare routine seasonally. Okay. No matter where you live, even if you live in a temperate climate like Los Angeles, where you don't think that the seasons change all that much, they change enough that you should be changing your skincare. I mean, I can tell that seasons are changing here based on my allergies. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't understand why it's 85 degrees and I have a summer cold. (laughs) Something is amiss. Yeah, yeah. What do I need to consume to resist that? I don't know. Allergies. Help me, Alexis. Um, I'm curious as to. So obviously you're talking about like natural finding like the best quality ingredients when we're doing this stuff. What about what we should avoid? So just to backtrack a little bit, like I do think that natural is always better, but that doesn't mean that there's not a time and a place for the things that aren't natural. Mm -hmm. So can I give you a recipe for a face mask that is going to help to reduce the appearance of sun damage over the course of the next six months? Yeah. You sure can. But it's in a book. Totally. Totally. But if you have something coming up or if you have sunspots that are really bothering you, like a chemical peel is the way to actually get there really quickly. It's just a matter of compromise. So I don't think there's anything wrong with using retinols if that's your choice. I do think there's something wrong with a lack of transparency. So with regard to the beauty bean, our philosophy is always natural is better if you have a choice. But what we really care about is giving you the information because I believe that each of our readers are capable of making the best choice for their lives. Okay. And so as long as you know all of the information, I don't think that there's a good or a bad. So when you talk about ingredients to avoid, are there some preservatives that are in ingredients that you would probably prefer not to use? Yeah. But if your priority is saving money or your priority is something that you can travel with, Mm -hmm. or your priority is something that you can buy and use for the next three to six months, you need some preservatives. Right. It's just a trade-off. And I care a lot about women having all the information as opposed to making that decision for them. Are you seeing that um, a lot of brands are just, like, taking parabens out of the equation? And if so, like, what's replacing it? Yeah, so I do think that there we get into this problem in the beauty industry of these like buzzwords, both sure. on the good side and the bad side. So like argon oil all of a sudden started showing up in everything. Right. It's not actual argon. It's argon oil, but it's not raw, organic, cold-pressed argon oil in everything. And sometimes it's just like a tiny little amount so that they can say, now with argon oil, because they know that that's a big buzz marketing word mm. and you're going to be more likely to buy it. Same things with things like parabens or phthalates or sodium lauryl sulfates. Like all of these ingredients are in so many products and then brands take them out. But like the big brands, 
are going to be using something else instead. It's not that they're getting rid of it and getting rid of preservatives, because if you were to get rid of all the preservatives, you would have to keep your beauty products in the kitchen. They would only last a couple of weeks. It would just be a totally different consumer landscape than what we're currently used to. Right. Hmm. But I mean, for higher end products, like, Okay, for example, like a clear sole or something mm-hmm. that's like very, very inexpensive, or even like the all may like BB cream. Like yeah. when I put that on my skin, it I can it like burns mm-hmm. and then I get like weird breakouts from that's me be having sensitive skin. Right. Yeah. Not Surely everyone shouldn't use those products. And I'm not I'm not, but I've I've tried them in yeah. the interest of like saving a buck. Sure. Mm-hmm. So like are there things that are worse, I guess is like her question. Are there things that are is worse that, than the ingredients that are being removed? Like, no, like are there I, no? Cer- like, it's more so. The question was, it was it, you. You answered it, but it's like we know parabens like aren't something that we should be using. We know that those are linked to. But there's like yeah. other stuff in like like I read that all my thing. Right. And yeah. I was so like, like, what are what the is in this? Sure. Right. So like that's what I would say. Yeah. Is if you're really concerned about the ingredients that you're putting on your skin, you should be using products where you know what all those ingredients are. You should be able to read the label and they should sound familiar. Right. right. As opposed to if you're looking at the back of a label and you're like, what is this term that I haven't seen since a chemistry class? Maybe. Yeah. Then that's probably not the best ingredient. Or, but like even some things that sound crazy, like you read it and it sounds nuts, but then you Google it and it's like just sunscreen. Yeah, sometimes. Okay. Sometimes. I guess that's fine. But I would say that the brands that are putting a priority on your ingredients being natural and healthy and clean tend to then put in parentheses what it actually is after the ingredient, which to me is a little bit of a telltale sign. So like, yeah, in an ideal world, will you Google all of the ingredients? Sure. But like, let's be really clear here. Most people aren't doing that. So yeah, if you look for brands that are putting in parentheses what it is, because you're right, sometimes it's a different word for something very benign yeah, or it's a food ingredient, but when it's used in a beauty product, they call it something Mm. else. But then you'll see in parentheses, it'll say like olive oil. Green tea extract. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Is there a good um, sunscreen alternative Um, or like a natural sunscreen moment or something? So there's some brands that are doing sunscreen better than others. Um, Sunscreen is just a controversial thing right now. I think that Everybody in the natural beauty space is kind of trying to figure out what natural sunscreen is, what it looks like, how it works. Um, in general, I really like Color Science makes a okay. mineral powder sunscreen that I really like. I also don't like putting on a cream sunscreen on my face. I think it makes me feel greasy. It makes me feel like I'm going to break out, whether I'm actually going to break out or not. Can you um, touch on for a second, just backstory yeah. for our listeners, like why is there this controversy in the SPF space right now? So I think that there's there's a lot of conflicting research over, you know, people are using more and more SPF, but skin cancer rates are going up. And mm. is it because people are using more sunscreen and so then they think that they can spend more time in the sun? Mm. Is it because there's something that's in sunscreen that is also not good for us and not good for our skin? And nobody really knows the answers to these questions. Mm. So something that's really challenging in the beauty space is that you really can't do double-blind studies on things. So a lot of these ingredients, it's kind of a little bit of trial and error. So I don't think that sunscreen is inherently bad. I think that you're probably better off avoiding too much sun exposure. Um, I think that you should be mindful of wearing a hat and sunglasses and You should definitely be using, if you're not going to use anything else, like an eye cream with SPF in it would be a good idea just to prevent the, like, little sunspots and wrinkles 
underneath your eyes, which is kind of the first place for everything to show up. This isn't natural, but my Lancome foundation has sunscreen in it. Okay, great. <laughs> so, do I feel like I'm doing the Lord's work? Yeah, that's exactly what you're doing. <laughs> For my own face. That's exactly what you're doing. Nobody cares. Work. Something that we were talking about before um, we started recording, which I think we should touch on, because I was putting uh, colored lipstick on, like uh-huh, lip balm, uh-huh. and I was like, we're going to talk about women's rights and I'm putting lipstick on and you were like I don't think that's a bad thing like I would love to just kind of touch on that conversation of yeah so I think that a lot of people this is feedback that I got a lot in launching the beauty bean as this like feminist empowered space that was also a beauty website right it was like how do you handle both of those really conflicting camps I'm like I don't think that they're conflicting cool I think the problem is when there's this unrealistic beauty ideal And we're told that this one very specific thing is beautiful. And then we're asking women to change their appearance in order to fit that mold. Mm. And yeah, that is anti-feminist. And so do I think that there are a lot of beauty brands that are playing that game? Totally. Right. Like the you're not enough game. Yeah, totally. Or you need this red lipstick is so in fashion, you need red lipstick or you're going to be single forever. Don't you want to be Sofia (laughs) Vergara? Right. Like there is a lot of that at play in advertising particularly. But I don't think that that's what beauty is. I don't think that's what makeup is. I think that makeup can be fun and glamorous. It just doesn't need to define you. Totally. So like if you wake up in the morning and you're like, damn, I want a rock hot pink lipstick. Like, go for it. Yeah. Like, that is as feminist as it gets. And you're doing it really well, Stephanie. You are doing say. it really well. Thank you. But on the <laughs> same note, like, if you want to wear blue lipstick, like, rock it. Do whatever you want. Yeah. Kylie totally. Jenner yeah. lip kit. And I think that that, like, that is beauty. We need one. <laughs> <laughs> Not that sponsored, but open to it. Yeah. <laughs> that is beauty as a feminist movement. I feel like there's something that we never talk about with the whole, like, beauty as, as it relates to feminism, which is that it's just really fun to put on makeup and, like, make yourself feel good. Like, totally. there's something about standing in front of the mirror in the morning and, like, taking time to do your hair and put your face on and do your whole thing that, like, when you walk into the world... It's not, I don't think of it as like a mask. I think of it as just like self care. It's like another level of self care. And I think that might be how you see it. Yeah. I think that there are other women who wake up in the morning and they're like, oh, like I have to spend 20 minutes doing my hair and my makeup. Like, why do I have to do this? I wish I didn't have to do this. I wish I were only, I weren't just. You don't have to. Right. Right. And it's like, you don't. You really don't. And I think sometimes when you don't wear makeup, it's weird because we live in that like male world where like somehow like a plain sort of more not celebrating your femininity thing can actually be like they take you they might like call you a lesbian behind your back but they'll take you seriously yeah I actually got into a really interesting (laughs) conversation with my dad the other day when I showed up to dinner with my parents and I was wearing my glasses and I had like my hair in a bun and I wasn't wearing any makeup and I was wearing like a t-shirt and jeans and my dad's like you know like you should really like put yourself together and I was like I think that it is my right and my choice to also wear something that I know is not going to call attention to myself. Totally. And that is a power of my choice also. Yeah. And so I think for women it's really cool to be able to like play with this and have fun with it but like let it be an autonomous choice where you wake up in the morning and you're like I want to wear a yellow eyeshadow like cool. Yeah. Go for that. But if you don't feel like it and you just feel like putting some oil on your face and like leaving the house that's great. Yeah, yeah. And I wish we lived in a society where both were considered equally quote-unquote beautiful. But I think we all see women who aren't wearing makeup sometimes and we're like, I praise that. Mm -hmm. I think that's awesome. I'm like, good for you for not caring. But then sometimes on this flip side, I'm like, care. 
You yeah, know, and I, I live in that middle that, ground. But I think that's where this becomes a little bit more complicated yeah. because I don't know if it's a question of caring. So me not wearing makeup and going to a meeting isn't me having less respect for the people that I'm meeting with. Right. But I sometimes think in this in our current society that that's what it's perceived as. So like if I showed up to a meeting wearing sweatpants and not having brushed my hair, is that a reflection of how I feel about the company I'm about to meet with? I think or it's the, a reflection of the way that you feel about yourself. Yeah, I maybe, that, but or not. Yeah, but like maybe walk, it's super confident for me to say like, fuck it. I, yeah, like I don't give a <laughs> shit about what other people think about how I look or I am showing up here because... I want to be valued for what I have to say or for my brains or for any other number of things that I don't want to be judged based on my appearance. Yeah, but I just think that there's this thing. I mean, I love that and I think that's beautiful. I think it's like maybe idealistic a little bit. Like, I think that there's something about, look, sweatpants and like a nappy bun is completely different than like put together and not wearing makeup. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Totally agree. So I think there's just something about, like, the act of putting yourself together in a way that Mm -hmm. engenders, like, like, it's a self-care kind of mechanism, which I think is the most, is the most important thing of anything that we're talking about. So if you go into a meeting and you're, like, slouching and you have sweatpants on and your hair is fucked up, you're probably not going to feel... Yeah, I mean, unless you're like a 15 year old girl. I don't disagree with any of this. Who's like, I don't give a shit. I don't disagree with any of this. But about probably six years ago, I launched something called Makeup Free Mondays that went really instantly viral. And tons of celebrities and talk show hosts and news anchors have all gone makeup free and supported this movement. And the idea wasn't to be an anti makeup movement. The idea was that for a lot of women, we've gotten to a point where you wake up and you look in the mirror and you say, this doesn't look like me Mm -hmm. because I'm not wearing eyeliner or lipstick or foundation or like whatever the thing is. I find most women have like a thing. Yeah. And so how do we just get back to a point where you wake up in the morning and you look in the mirror and you can appreciate your beauty for what it is. Yeah. And that doesn't mean that you're not going to still put on the lipstick or the eyeliner, but why can't both be beautiful? Totally. And like when you start with a fresh face, you can like reimagine yourself kind of. Yeah. So the whole idea is to not wear makeup on Mondays and just to kind of get back to that place of feeling confident in your beauty in all aspects. And like seeing women in the public eye not wearing makeup, you see what they really look like and then it kind of adjusts your own standard or whatever is so that you're comparing yourself that to. That Makeup yeah. Free Mondays concept really went viral. It did. At what point was there, what was the like oh shit moment when it, we were like, well, this is, as Halle Berry would say, so much bigger than me. Yeah, so <laughs> <laughs> so it launched as kind of like a Twitter joke, if you will, with my team where like we were, work- it was a startup, we were working on the weekends and on Mondays were just so crazy because everybody would finally get back to you. Mm-hmm. And so we would be like, hashtag Makeup Free Mondays on Twitter. And all of a sudden people started responding to it and it was like, hmm, maybe there's something here. So I was like, okay, I'm going to try this out for four weeks and see what happens, but not really talk about it. And I found myself walking into meetings. I can picture one in particular where I walked in to a meeting with five guys, some of whom I had known before, some of whom I didn't. And I introduced myself. And the first words out of my mouth were like, hi, I'm Alexis. I'm so sorry I'm not wearing any makeup. I'm trying this thing. It's called Makeup Free Mondays. And then like, my internal dialogue was like, why am I apologizing for this? And do these people even notice? Probably not. And they didn't at all. And it was just like this really interesting concept. So then it launched officially and it was picked up by AOL. This is when AOL was still like a big thing, guys. (laughs) It's still a big thing in my heart. (laughs) Yeah. And it was on AOL's homepage was a selfie I had taken in my bathroom of my New York City apartment, not wearing any makeup, launching Makeup Free Mondays. It was their most popular story for the month. It got over a million hits. 
and hundreds of thousands of comments. Oh, my God. And from there, it just kind of, like, spun out of control. Um, and then, That's yeah, amazing. so, like, seeing, like, the Today Show hosts went makeup free. Yeah. And that was really cool. I remember cool. Kathy and Hoda. Yeah. And it's been really <laughs> Nobody interesting. Nobody needs to see that. <laughs> <laughs> but it's been really interesting seeing some people do it, and they're like, wow, like that was so refreshing and I loved how nobody noticed. Other people are like, okay, I did that. That was an interesting exercise. I'm never doing that again. And like, that's cool. Right. Yeah. Like there's no desired outcome here. It's more just a matter of having this conversation of why are we using cosmetics to define our beauty when your beauty is not defined by like the hottest red lipstick that you can find or even the shape of your eyes or your nose or anything like that. It's like, when you see somebody who walks into a room and you're like, damn, she's hot, it's not because she's wearing the right lipstick it's shade. Inner. It's this like radiant confidence. And so how do you get that? Yeah. Tell us. Yeah. So I think it's like <laughs> Read Radiant Bride. I think it's a matter of putting, <laughs> I think it's a matter of putting the focus back on inner beauty and the things that really make you feel your best because that shines through. So whether it's being physically active or surrounding yourself with people that you love or being intellectually stimulated or having a job that you're really pumped about, like those things make you look more confident and look more beautiful and not just to yourself, but to everybody else also. Yeah. What is your daily practice to keep, keep that vibe going for yourself? Mm. Um, So I try to do, I do something almost every day Mm -hmm. that involves being physically active. That is my therapy. It is my wellness. It is everything that makes me happy. Um, I also try not to, I do makeup free Mondays. I try not to wear makeup on Mondays. Um, Doesn't always happen, (laughs) but it's definitely a mindful practice of mine. Meditation has been a really wonderful thing for me. Um, Something that I kind of go in and out of currently in. Um, reading, surrounding myself with people that really lift me up and being mindful of the people around me. Um, There's an entrepreneur in New York who was a mentor of mine for a long time who I'm still friends with. And there was a period of time when I was like struggling with my professional and personal life in New York. And she was like, you know, being like being an entrepreneur is like being in a parachute and you get to a certain level and you're floating and the view's great, but you want to go higher. She's like, and the only way to go higher is to bring more people into your parachute to help you blow more hot air into it, or you need to cut the sandbags. She's Damn. like, yeah. And I, that always comes back to me with regard to my professional life and my personal life. But like, how do you keep on elevating yourself? And is it a matter of changing things? Is it a matter of cutting things? Is it a matter of adding things? Like, what does that look like? And so that's a, lo- a lot of my self-care practice involves just being mindful of what's going on and how I feel about it mm. and being cognizant of the changes that I can make. Beautiful. And eating healthfully. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Eat for beauty. Um, what is one, like, product that you're, like, coveting right now? What's in mm. your makeup bag that we should know about? Mm. Um, I have a lot of RMS products. Oh, I love it so I have much. a lot of Care Weiss products. Um, I've really been focused a lot on the oils, but I use a lot of, like, oils that you buy at the grocery store. It's like coconut oils, mm-hmm. olive oils, etc. So no um, face creams at all, all oil? I don't use any face creams. Okay. Um, I love masks, especially I love the DHC under eye masks. Oh, this is one of my favorite products of all time. DHC, which is like the Avon of Japan, but you can buy it in the U.S., Okay. makes these individually wrapped extra virgin olive oil saturated Q-tips. What? That are genius. 
So not only can you use them, like you can like throw them in your purse, you can travel with them because they don't count as a liquid. Right. Um, but they're amazing for removing eye makeup, even waterproof eye makeup, yeah. and they're all natural. I love that. DHC. So, yeah. I DIY'd that when we were in Israel with coconut oil. I had like a little tub yep. that I did coconut and like put a, just a bunch of cotton balls in it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It, it uh-huh. worked out. Yeah. That's yeah. great. That's great. This is but you can, Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you can have the cool Korean beauty place we do need, it. Totally. <laughs> need Asian beauty totally. place. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Totally. Um, that's one of my favorites. Um, I also love Jouer. It's not a natural brand, but it's an L.A.-based that's brand. That's J-O-U-E-R? Yep. Right. Um, I didn't know it was pronounced like yeah. that. I was like, but I'm guessing. <laughs> you were like, Jouer? Yeah. Um, Jouer. They I make, a, I think they call it a cream eyeshadow pencil, but they make one in like, this like ivory shimmery that's like a beautiful luminizer. Ooh. Um, yeah, I really like that product also. Awesome. Alexis, you've got like all the knowledge about all, all of the things <laughs> that we care about currently. Looking good. Um, feeling good. Feeling good. You are glowing. Gender gender as it pertains to beauty and um, being radiant brides. <laughs> so, <laughs> so tell our listeners where we can find you on the internet. Um, so you can always find me at thebeautybean.com um, or on any social media platform at Alexis Wolfer. Amazing. Yes. Thank you so much. Thank you, guys. You're such a light. Thank Thanks for joining you. us. I loved being here. <laughs> so cute. <laughs> yes, that's a retrograde. It's time for roses. And thorns. <laughs> getting there guys we're about to we're about to solidify our jingle we're so so close I'm saying 2017 we have a roses and thorns jingle that's like getting off also still American Ninja Warrior it's team warrior Elizabeth we're walking up and she's like wait I thought he said teen American I thought it was when we talked about it last week I thought it was American Ninja Warrior teen and I was like huh all right no it's teams of people right I get that on the way out can we please go look at it yeah it's fine thank you god she never wants to do what makes me happy okay so thorns okay you want to go worse for first always so my first thorn i have a couple I okay know you do i actually too. do two today okay. what's the vibe i just feel like we've been up for a long time and we've were irritated <laughs> yeah. i didn't get that nap in that i wanted um my first thorn is facebook memories mm, explain get off my shit facebook okay first of all i already hate you <laughs> first of <laughs> to all to begin with nay, nay. you're already a thorn except we love baseline. facebook live do you okay yeah guys friends we, yeah you're a necessary evil whatever um yeah, friends do you guys like watching us no um here's why i hate memories i legitimately do not need to be reminded that i was once in a relationship six years ago Every couple of months, a picture of me and my ex-boyfriend pops up, and it's like, 2010, this day, you were doing this, and I just look so happy and in love, and I'm like, I don't fucking need to, re- I remember it in my mind. I don't, and then I have to send the picture to Pamela Price just so that I can, like, have someone who was there be like, oh, boy, yikes, and I'm like, right, yikes, thank God we're not there anymore. Otherwise, I would go into, like, a deep, dark k-hole stock of my ex-boyfriend and his fucking new family and to be quite honest with you i don't need that you don't so can we have a filtration process of the memories (laughs) yeah no i feel you just reference see if i'm still with that guy and if i'm not you know what chuck the memory i personally enjoy the memories but Uh, i never there i don't really have any like ex-boyfriend stuff on there because i always like 
have consciously kept that stuff off the internet. I've got dead friends and ex-boyfriends. I don't right. need to be reminded That's tough. of. That's my thing. I just am like, I used to post so many inside jokes on there. It was like really like out in the open. Well, because Facebook was more of like the Instagram. Right. I mean, it, used, it was like Shutterfly in college. Remember mm. you used to put like out, like freshman year of college, I put like albums on the internet. Right. From my digital camera. Right. In 2000. Order those prints. 2003. Yeah. yeah. Aging ourselves. Um, and then, and then it was, Facebook was the thing where yeah. you like uploaded albums and it was like just with you and your friends. And then like random old men from like fucking Missouri were started joining Facebook and you were like, I'm unsafe in this space. I guess mm-hmm, I shouldn't post mm-hmm, full mm-hmm. albums of my entire life on this thing. Right. I, I miss I, the Facebook.com. I, what I'm the saying. Facebook. Yeah. The face place. <laughs> yeah. Um, I totally feel you with, with the Facebook memories. I though have like get a little tickled by them and I'm like, oh cute. And you know, I have those I used to moments. be so fun. I know. I used <laughs> to like go out and party. No, I, I feel that there are occasional moments where I'm like, oh sweet, sweet baby us. But most right. of the time I'm like, get that fucking shit out of my You're face. You're like shenane. Yeah. Goodbye. Yeah. Like, I feel you. Girl bye. I feel that. So that's my numero uno thorn. Okay. Yours? Okay, so like many, I'm sure every single one of our listeners, if not, I feel it's because of an allergy, enjoys almond milk. Yes. So I noticed that one of the brands that I get, Khalifa Farms, which you find in the refrigerated section, okay. uh, is carrageenan-free. And okay. I was like, I wonder what carrageenans are. And I might totally be pronouncing this wrong, so listeners, please spare your emails. I'm owning to it now. Anyway, so it is a, <laughs> it's found commonly in almond milk and coconut milk and a lot of those things as like a thickener. Okay. And it's pretty much like, the, it's it's a mixed bag, but it's definitely, moral of the story is it's not good for you. It can lead to intestinal problems and tissue inflammation. Oh. And I'm like, I feel, here's the thing, I feel like most people buying these milk alternatives, especially the nut-based ones, are really trying to be like health-focused. Of course. And then this isn't in, uh, the ingredient in a lot of the boxed ones, I've noticed. I haven't noticed it as much in the refrigerated ones, but oh. those boxed ones you can get in the aisle. So... I don't know. I'm confused. Fuck, that's a really... Now can I see it? Yeah, you can see it now. That's a really good thing to be looking out for. Right. Because you're so, totally right. Like Thorn. We're buying these as Thorn in my fridge. Oh, wait. Carrageenan, the chemical hiding in your organic foods. Yeah. So it, it's, a, it's a thickener. So it's used in a lot of, a lot of those things. So, so that's my thorn. This article is suggesting that as much as possible, make your own almond milk. And honestly, you guys... I've done it, and it's actually quite easy. Right. You just need, like, so a cheese So if anyone has any more almonds. information on that, um, then please send it over. But I'm like, my ears perked up, and there's a red flag in my almond milk smoothie days. See, this is one of those things where I'm like, there are definitely a bunch of, like, fad health things that are not completely looked through at this point. And in, like, 20 years, they're going to be like, by there the way, that, by like, the way. my number one thing that I think is going to happen with that is vaping. Oh, yeah, the popcorn lung? That shit's Google it. no joke, dude. Ba- vaping is going to kill us all if you're vaping. If you're not vaping, you'll probably be okay. Hashtag girls who vape. Um, That's uh, a really funny thing to look up on Instagram, by the way. Oh, God. So. I'm going to stay away from Homework. That. That's a new thorn for me in the future. Sorry, um, our website's down or else we'd say go go. When is to it going to be back? I think it's 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 like in the final stages. It looks so good. So I got my hair done for free at Vidal Sassoon. 
and um you know I just normally I'm really controlling with my hair and this time I just was like fuck it do whatever you want and it's like all burned and my hair looks like a wig and I'm just like bummed I think it looks great all right thanks I just like regret being so that that free hair color (laughs) I mean I could have kept my roots right I just chose not to because I was like fuck it like yeah bleach is so expensive and I would totally want to go back to being blonde and so I just did it and now the front of my hair looks like fell into a sapphire iron in 1999. Specific. But I feel like there's a lot of East Coast girls who are going to know that reference. Did you have a sapphire? No. Oh, every single girl in my middle school had a sapphire. Oh, the, blo- and they, the straightener? Yeah, with oh, the, yeah, yeah, with yeah the, sure. With the blue shiny yeah. things. Yeah. And everyone had those like, those crazy oh, yeah. like flyaway burn yeah. hairs. So that's kind of what, what I'm dealing with. But whatever. Also, I used Justine's Wave Maker and it made my waves amazing. Right. That was last week's rose for you. Yeah. And now I'm like, I got my own Wave Maker and mm-hmm. I feel like it's turning Shirley Temple. Mm. I can talk. I can I can work you through You can coach that. me through Absolutely. it. Am I wrapping Absolutely. it around the barrel too many times? Prob- could be. Could be. I got to see your method and then then we'll self-correct okay, from cool. there. This you, is sure interesting to yeah, you guys. Yeah. You know, my fallback career is hairdresser. I know. And I'm like, did I get the wrong thing? Possibly. But oh, you guys, being a girl. It's such a struggle, you guys. So right, real. Sammy? Okay. He's nodding. He's, yeah, yeah. Our he sound knows. guy is nodding. Um, What's okay. your rose? Let's go positive. We've been negative <sighs> okay, all day Okay, well, today. I guess this is like a positive, I don't know what it is. It's just like something that's going on with me. What? That my whole life as an only child, I've really, really been into TV. And that's fine. And I've accepted that about myself. Because they were your only friends. Yeah. Okay. And then... Um, when I when I launched Closet Rich, which was my my business, I was like, oh, I got I gotta like ease off on the TV because something doesn't feel right about like having the TV on. So I really took like a conscious break from television for a while, and then lately I've been doing a lot of like computer related design projects for people. So I've just mm-hmm. like just fallen into the fact that like yes, I enjoy having the TV on while I work. I'm sure many of you um, listen to podcasts or something of the like, but like for me, I love a thrice time watched Real Housewives in the background. Like so I worried can for just you. really yeah, I know. It's kind of nerve wracking. It's yeah. like what is wrong with me? It's a little dark. It's a it's almost a lot dark. So <laughs> then I was like, oh, I finished Vanderpump Rules for like the second time and put on Orange is the New Black, which I mentioned last time, which uh-huh. I was like deep in the hole. And now I'm still deep in the hole to the point that I am legitimately the past four nights I've had dreams in which I am in a women's prison, which I'm sure happens to everyone who binges. That's kind of how like I saw John Hamm the other day and then I had a dream that he fucked me. Right. <laughs> it's just like that. It's actually exactly like that. Um, and I just, I don't know. It's just like something that's going on with me. Part of me, I like kind of beat myself up. I'm like, I shouldn't have the TV on. It's in the middle of the day, but I am working and I'm getting the same amount of work done. It just kind of actually like commits me to one spot. Right. I even moved my desk in front of my TV. So would you say that you're in a prison of your own design? You got it. Or (laughs) orange is the new black design. That's true. They created it for you. Yeah. And you just hopped on in. So I don't know. I'm just like having an inner struggle and I'm pretty good until like three o'clock in the afternoon and then what happens and then I'm home and I'm like oh I just want I've like, gotten noises. that way with shows it's more it's also about like you get so invested in the narrative that you start to like miss it right and I'm just like oh, I want to get home and like, yeah. wh- like when I was watching Unreal I was like I can't be out in the world anymore <laughs> I gotta go back home and watch Unreal speaking of TV I watched Kardashians the other night yeah. and I realized like nothing ever happens on that show right like 
what are we watching? I'm just watching these people who are like richer and hotter than me exist. Who got richer and hotter. Right. As right, the show went who on. Surgically so to me, that's the show. Like right. for me, there's two things about that show. So it's the American dream. It's story. Kanye and it's KJ. It's Kanye. That's it's, so real. That's what elevated the show to a whole other level. Yeah. That's fair. That, I'm looking forward it. to watching Robin China. It was funny. I was why? Because I really just want to see her be beat the shit out of him. You texting bitches? Oh, you texting bitches? <laughs> um, Heidi called me after that and she's like, honestly, I didn't know we were allowed to act like that. <laughs> I was like, that's ridiculous. Joey, my boyfriend, um, sometimes <laughs> watches it with me. And then the other day he was like, is, is that French Montana? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. Get Remember when French Montana strolled into No Name? Oh, you weren't there. French Montana came into No Name with um, Kid from Kid and Play, and I thought they were both Molly dealers. <laughs> I was like, and then everyone's like, those are music legends. I was like, oh, but, uh, clearly they live on a different Easy planet. there on the legend. Well, you know, they're famous. Right. Oh, God. <laughs> LA is the worst. All right. Well, Daybreaker it's a game made of me bingo. tired. I know. After the last time that we went to Daybreaker, I, by the time that I got home at 9 o'clock, I fell asleep. But this time I went to yoga until 10.30. And That's then when good. I got back, I just, yeah, yeah, we, okay, Rose about Daybreaker, it's the best. Thorn about Daybreaker, nap required. There we go. That's the bottom line. There we go. All right, we're going to get the fuck out of here, but we love you guys so much. Thanks for listening. Namaste listening. You can find us at that's so retrograde.com, uh-huh. even though. Soon. Soon. TBD. Um, and at So Retrograde, and you can find Steph at Steph Simbari. Oh. And me at Elizabeth Cott with huh. a K. Yeah. Um, and Love and Light. Yeah, I feel like that's Definitely correct. Love and Light. Definitely. For Namaste sure. listening. Bye. Yes, that's a retrograde.